And welcome back to Laughter the Club. Um, tonight it is Jeanette and myself, because our other co- uh, pod ha- podcasting uh, partners, God, I can't even talk, are uh, assholes and they're not here. Screw all of you, especially Aaron. Um, so how are you, Jeanette? Can't well, talk good. You know, it's been a super long, exhausting, infuriating week, Jeff. And I know that for the most part, we don't get into too much politics on this podcast. We try to keep it lighthearted, fun, especially, you know, under the LAH umbrella. We're like the... What does everybody say? We're like the shit show, whatever. So mystery crate, but not. Good. Yeah. So you know, we try to stay away from those. Uh, what is it? Third rail issues. So I think for the most part, we've done that um, somewhat well. But if I may get political for By a few seconds, I would just like to say, "Fuck Samuel Alito." Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, fuck Clarence Thomas. Fuck him. Uh, fuck Gorsuch. Fuck him. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. Fuck him too. Fuck Amy Berry. I'm not even gonna say her name right. Fuck that bitch too. And fuck Susan Collins. <laughs> For, you know, I, I really... And, and, and all the people that are focused on the leak and the leaker, as opposed to what the the ramifications of overturning Roe versus Wade are going to be on this country, not just on women, but on this entire country. If that was what you have been focused on this week, you fuck off as well. Go join all, all those you. other morons. Yeah, because if you guys, there's a lot of people that can't see the forest from the trees and the people that can and that are saying this is a domino effect to the following things that are also going to get looked that are in peril because of this decision, such as like Louisiana. Fuck Louisiana. Katrina, right. come back. Hit him again. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking more than a second here. But seriously, if you want to criminalize the use of IUDs and also criminalize in vitro fertilization for women that whose only life goal it is to become mothers and have to go through the hellscape that it is of of infertility treatments the heartbreak that it causes the the toll that it is financially on a marriage if that's where you stand straight up fuck you with a hot poker in the asshole yeah and and if i may add my um if i may put my lawyer hat on here for just a second um louisiana shit where they're talking about conception and changing that to fertilization i don't know what the hell that even means necessarily legally i don't know how you prove anything along those lines and then making it a homicide charge somebody can go to jail for decades for life only a woman because you know who as a woman i cannot release sperm into my own body to fertilize my own eggs to become pregnant so why isn't the ejaculator also 
why why isn't in this legislation why isn't there equal punishment for the for the man that ejaculates into a woman's vagina or however that semen is introduced well because it's because we're men and we get autonomy over our bodies Duh. sperm is not more valuable than eggs okay sperm chases egg okay that's all of biology sperm chases egg yeah we've you want you, you want you want pussy? You got to work for pussy. I know over the last couple of years, women, we've kind of dropped the ball on that. We've let a lot of dick in that we shouldn't have because, you know what, we've lowered the standards and you drink a lot and whatever. Times are crazy sometimes, you COVID know. COVID goggles. Co- yeah, you know what? He's an Arizona 10. He's an LA 6. Why not? I'm here. Let's go. You're vexed. I'm vexed. I'm waxed. You're ready to go. Oh, There's God. a back seat. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, it has indeed been a long week, Judette. Yeah, you um, won't find these kinds of stories on the Hallmark channel, but it is it it it, it is the panic that we that it, it is a panic. And if there are men women that will never require an abortion, contraceptive care, infertilization. If you think this does in the long run, these decisions will not affect you, then, you know, continue to live in that, in that bubble of ignorance. And because that's not going to be the case when they start looking at things like trying to remove free public education, uh, which is the bullshit that Abbott is trying to bring back. And then when you realize that it's only been within a matter of decades, what, 20, 25 years, that interracial marriage has been recognized as a constitutional and protected right in this country. Like, gay marriage, much, even even less, like more so, more recency, that these are two other rights to privacy issues that could be taken away. You should be fucking scared. If you are in it, in an interracial marriage and you are happily married, Think about somebody wanting to criminalize you for that. And they're on, on the flip side, though, really quick. And, and if, if, if it comes right. down to our next president being a Republican, there will be no safe haven in Democratic states to find refuge if these issues do topple. So just because like me and Jeff, we live in California, we're not going to be excluded from any of these things. The only thing would be like, well, shit, as long as I'm not in the demographic that's affected, that's pretty much my only saving grace. But a lot of people, the the younger generation, or even sometimes our compatriots or people that are older than us, they might not be so lucky. And so. wait, really quick, because I said on the flip side, in the middle of something that I'm not taking the other side on at all, I have to clarify this so I don't get canceled. All, all I was going to say was, on the flip side, what if Clarence Thomas had to vote to ban his own marriage? Wow. Uh, wow. That would be something. Take that, Clarence. Now what? Yeah, um, fuck you and your insur- insurrectionist wife. Um, yes. Are we done being political? You know what? Yeah. We we should have we should have done that in the first take style. Maybe it would have been more enjoyable. You mean to tell me <laughs> that you're just gonna roll over and let them take away your bodily autonomy? I don't even know what to say to you right now. Have the check. That's what I got. No. Yeah, no, we I don't mean- know. We we don't know if he was you know 
pro or anti where, where no. he landed on this it's but just, no but i mean i to wrap it to wrap up your point though because you know i i obviously this is something that I, obviously affects everyone particularly affects women the only thing that i can say from my standpoint is i'm a privileged i'm like a very privileged white male right and a single one at that like from like a standpoint of will this affect me no i don't have a kid that's this will affect i'm not at any time i i'm saying like it's not like i have a grandkid that i have to worry about like other old white men might or anything for if you want to pick a group that is going to be least impacted by this i'm right up i'm right up there and it makes me want to drive a fucking car through the front steps of congress regardless dude this is infuriating bullshit like not and and it's so annoying when it, it, like I said, even as even when I have my lawyer hat on and I hear people getting caught up on the verbiage of all of it and like getting and then getting, like you said, so caught up on the leak. And it's just intentionally putting blinders on to the real issues because they don't want to fucking actually acknowledge the problem. And it's goddamn infuriating. And, and the other thing. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, we're we're kind of in a weird place with our politics where we still are engaging in, like, civility. One, one side appears more civil than the other. And it's like, like, when people are tweeting about, like... You know, as as though these lawmakers are coming from a place of ignorance where they don't understand the biology of pregnancy or the the medical triumph that is, you know, tested and for the most part safe contraceptive measures. Um, and also, you know, the the ability to the ability to choose when to start a family it, it that that is not a place of igno- ignorance that is these laws are coming from places of contempt that women single or married can for the most part come up with these decisions on their own and they don't have to run to a man be it their husband be it their father or their physician to decide when to decide on a course of action in their lives. And that is what, like, up until like the 60s or the late 50s or something in, in recent American history, that is what the dependency of women was. Women couldn't open their own checking accounts without the permission of their husband. So unless your husband was like, you and him were like super like tight and on a good level, you may not even get that. Women, you couldn't have your own credit card. And we... we these things that we have now, it's like, it is taken for granted. And I'm not saying that, you know, if, if you're married, like, don't, you have to do things behind your husband's back, you're going to consult them. And, and if you are a very religious person, and these things go against your religious beliefs, I am not here to, to, to crap on anybody's religion. But the whole, wasn't the whole notion of the founding of this country, that one limited group of people didn't exercise their whole belief system on the whole country didn't all the white people fight a fucking war and kill off a bunch of indians because they didn't want to be under the thumb of some crazy fucking king and now that's what that's what we're trying to do i mean 
that's what I got from watching I'm, Hamilton. I don't know. I'm and and um, so somebody on an iPhone has entered the waiting room. So I figured we should wrap this up before I let them in. Um, but, Fuck but, Sam Alito. Yeah. And and let me also just say one last thing. Stop fucking using Jesus to 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 justify batshit beliefs. If you want to be an asshole, at least own up being to being an asshole. All right. Um, let's. That's see what Jesus we, would do. Yeah, he would own up to being an asshole. All right. Let's see who's joining us. I'm gonna guess pal. Hmm. Oh, it's Aaron. Hi, Aaron. What's up, fuckers? How are you? That's You're a good. that's a great way to close our yeah. fuck you segment. Yeah, we just had we just we just got briefly political and then you jumped in with what's up fuck. Well not yeah. That was good. Um anyway, how are you? What's going on? How's the weather? You got any tornadoes lately? Uh no, we had a few hailstorms the past week. Um Fucked up your lawn again? I ain't worried about my lawn. I'm worried about my fucking truck. The rain is what messes up my lawn. After, I swear, three times this year, I've looked at the forecast that said, no rain for the next, like, four or five days. So I was like, perfect. I can reseed or overseed my lawn. So I overseed it. The next day, within 24 hours, downpour. All gone. Every bit of it. That fucking sucks. And grass seed ain't cheap. It's really not, dude. I bought a little. I bought some just for like the little spot in my backyard that I'm trying to get to get going again. After <clears> the <throat> dogs killed it from pissing everywhere, and man, that shit is expensive. Yeah, the best thing is it's more expensive, but for like patchwork, they make this stuff that's literally like four patches. Yeah, I got and- some of that too. That's yeah. Great. It's got like this weird stuff. That, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It almost looks like dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, I did have a, a lopic about something they've been talking about this week. Um, have ever y'all or have either of you guys ever been to a car race, like like a Indy or F one or anything like that? I've been to Bristol. Oh yeah, so that counts. Um, well, yeah, it's NASCAR. Yeah. Well, I no, I mean to be honest with you, and and normally I, I like to disagree with Aaron on all points, but um, I actually think those are probably the hardest cars to drive. I mean, F one car damn near drives itself. Not not as much anymore because they got rid of um, some of the. I mean, I think around two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, they backed off the traction control and some other stuff. Because for a while, like back in Schumacher's peak, it was like. The cars are fucking driving themselves. But a NASCAR, like in NASCAR, you're looking at a big hunk of shit going around a circle at 230 miles an hour. Well, not 230, 200. I mean, but those cars are not particularly advanced. They're sideways half the damn time. That's a much harder thing to drive. So I actually do think the NASCAR drivers are probably the best drivers, even though they don't really fuck around with road courses that much. And the races have significantly better people watching. Oh, I misheard. All right. So I people watching as an activity. I see it. 
Um, yes. I thought you met significantly better people watching. No, not the, no. Not the same. Like good watching. looking. Like no. The crowd is more like no, hubba hubba. I, yeah. Oh well, no, quite the opposite. It depends. I bet you the Miami F1 race has some pretty damn good people watching. No, I meant like entertaining to watch people. I do. I am. I'm saying the same oh. thing. Yeah. Oh, a, you're probably right. But but there's that's some, just because where it is. There's some strange people in Miami. Yeah, but there's probably also some strange people at NASCAR races. Oh, no, there are, but just a different kind of strange. Yeah. Um, the kind of strange that, that have, like, their a mural of their favorite, typically uh, Dale Earnhardt tattooed on them somewhere. Yeah, they got, like, some, some Dale Earnhardt Sr., like, commemorative plates on their like hearth above their fireplace at home or some shit like oh that. yeah and they definitely have it on the rv they drove there in yeah in which they they're they got some like cheap plastic fold-out chairs that they put on the roof of that motherfucker and sat on the infield um but so the reason i ask is because i mean it's kind of fun and everything but it's also fucking miserable like it's so goddamn loud Particularly, I've been to an indie race twice, I think, and and those things got little pistons, so they rev really super fast, and they pump like crazy. And, dude, it is so fucking loud. Like it's almost not fun because it's so damn loud. Have you had that experience, Aaron, or am I just a, a weenie? Uh, I didn't sit particularly close to the track in Bristol. Um. I mean, yeah, it's loud, but I don't hear very well anyway, so it's not like I was just like, ah! Fair enough. Do you think, do you guys think Mike And is half actually... the time, they're so damn far away from you. Well, that's true. It only It's only when they come by. But when yeah. they come by, like, it shakes the damn seats. Um, do you guys think Mike has actually, has actually watched or will watch any racing this weekend? Or is he just drinking and hanging out? He's gonna go to the chain smokers tonight. Ah. I've seen them live more times than I ever care to admit, and I never liked them ever. And yet I've always ended up where they're performing. They are awful. Oh my god. I've probably seen them live six times. Never once did I want to, never once did I volunteer to. I just always happened to end up at a party where they were playing, and damn it. At a party that they were yeah, playing? Yeah, like a, at, at a fraternity party, yeah. Oh, oh. So this oh. is when they were up and coming. No, this is like three years ago. You were in a frat three years ago? Uh, in 2018, so four years ago, I guess. Oh, I forget you're a baby. Um <laughs> That brings me to another question. I don't. Actually. I don't. I, I. I think he might. He might go to the race just to like get the pictures and the footage. Well, he's gonna go because I mean, whatever the hell he paid for that that those passes. So it's like you got to get your money's worth then. But like the the stuff that he's doing right now on his Twitter and stuff. You know, it reflects that, but good lord, that Formula Juan character was just like poorly thought out. Like, it's, it's like my, the standard for Mike and his show characters is so high. So, just for it to be blah, 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 bro, bro, 
it's just like the uh, Red Bull the Racing, sh- bro. It's the shittiest Peepo ever, is all that it is. <laughs> it's like if I was doing Peepo, that's what Formula One is, or if Aaron was. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I, I did. I did see him referring to his wife as Formula Juana earlier. Juanita. Oh, Juanita. My bad. Um, but. I did, Darren, you did make me think of another question, though, which is, so I don't know if you guys have been to, like, many, like, I haven't, haven't been to a ton, but, like, music festivals or something like that, where you end up seeing a band that you truly hate or that was just fucking awful. Like, who is the worst? Because I have one. Um, Jeanette, you remember K-Rock used to do the weenie roast? Yes, I do. Okay, so I went to the Weenie Roast when it was in Irvine a few times and when I was in high school. And there's all these great bands and it was fun. And I think this was the year I saw it was like Audio Slave was there and they they um, did a bunch of the Rage Against the Machine stuff and that was sick. And um, I think it was like when Mr. Brightside came out and the Killers were there. Uh, I don't know, it was a long time ago. But uh, and of course, it was Mr. Brightside. Well, yeah, because I'm white. Um, Yeah, white male. I need to be bald in in Ireland, but otherwise. Um, But Motley Crue was the last band to play that night, and it was so fucking hurting that the whole place was empty after one song. Like everybody just left. It was so bad. So it, that's the one I got it, is the one that sticks out in my mind that I had no intention. I didn't go there to see them. And good God, they were shit. Hmm. Chainsmokers uh, is up there. I saw Bruno Mars. I had, I don't like him at all. Um, he's such a performer. He's a, he is a good performer. I'll give him that. But his music sucks. Um, the Dixie Chicks. That was miserable. Oh, yeah, that is. Um, well, that's the more recent, right? The when they like m- more like, like after all the comeback. Yeah, the chicks. I think they call themselves now. Oh yeah, yeah because because Dixie. Yeah, right. Oh, um, Dixie. Um. Yeah, no, I saw them because Lydia and her mother loved them when Lydia was little and uh, it was like ears bleeding. <laughs> there were so many full grown women around me crying. It's like, like 47 year old housewives just. Losing uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's see who else I've seen. Um, Mike Jones wasn't particularly good. I'll tell you who the worst one I ever saw was Kevin Gates was God awful. I don't even know who Kevin Gates is. G Easy was awful. I've seen a lot of bad concerts. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, one other one. At Weenie Roast also. Um, Angels and Airwaves. Just truly shit. Like this the second coming of half of Blink 182 or whatever the hell it was. And they were in between. Um, let's see. They were in between. What's that band that did the Black Parade? 
Oh, my um, chemical romance, my chemical yeah. romance, and Jimmy Eat World. And those were both pretty decent. I mean, Jimmy Eat World's got some good songs. My Chemical Romance, I think, has like Teenagers is a pretty good song. Uh, but but fucking Angels and Airwaves was just truly crap. And it was like two months after they had first come into existence, and they didn't have their audio set up right, and the speaker sounded shitty, and just absolute shit. I don't know. What do you got, Jeanette? Uh, nothing. I've never been to uh, a music festival. Uh, and I would not like I wouldn't pay to go see someone I didn't like. I think that that'll mostly happen in sports to me where it's like, well, I go to a game and then the other team has a player that I probably don't like, or it's a team I don't like, that's when it's most likely to happen to me. I gotcha. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like you go out of your, like in the, with the music festival thing, sometimes it, shit just happens. But Stuff you know what? But we know that there are people that are true haters where they will invest that money just to carry a sign and boo if it's a band or a singer or whatever, because they truly dislike them. I mean, Powell went to a Clippers game this year and couldn't talk for three days because he just went and booed the whole time. Good for him. I've never, I don't think, I've never been to a music festival. Well, I I've been to, well, I've been to Memphis and I take that back. I've been to, I've been to Memphis Music Fest. I went to Coachella twice. Um, that just looks miserable. Yeah, it, it was miserable. Coachella, Bonnaroo, all of them. Yeah, I, it was i mean i was like much younger like i think i went everyone like around here goes to bono my brother and sister-in-law still go to fucking bonnaroo it's because that tennessee bullshit all everybody out there would go to it and they, everybody yeah it's just like do you shower no what do you do listen to music take drugs well drugs are fun but um yeah, I'm, I'm I can't think of anything more miserable than sleeping in a tent surrounded by strangers without showering for days just on Molly the whole time. That sounds absolutely horrid. Yeah. But I think the fact that you're on drugs does not allow you to perceive that that's the environment you're in. You, so, you can still smell. Depends. If you smoke pot, mm. enough pot, you can't really smell. That just sounds awful. I mean, but, that's why you carry, you know, uh, body wipes and whatnot. Just like no, that's just that's why I just don't go. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got I got over it very quickly. The the <laughs> one year, the first year we went to Coachella, man, it was like a record hot. Like it was record high heat. That's and. Aaron Coachella is like out in the fucking inland empire, like no, like middle of the no, past that Palm Springs area. Like it's in the desert, it's in the low desert. And and because of the the way everything is advertised here, I think people think all of Los Angeles is in between the Hollywood sign and then 15 feet away from that is the ocean. Yeah. So they don't realize what the fuck and anything the geography of anything is. So 
because you have to for to get there i think you have to go to like uh the airport is either like palm springs or indio it's not if you come into lax and you're driving that's like a two three hour drive dude no the on the friday on the friday it starts it took us 11 hours to drive there because the traffic was so bad and then the second night we're there it was so fucking hot. We were trying to leave the place at two in the morning and the pistons in my engine expanded from the heat and my engine seized and I couldn't start my car until it cooled down. It was fucked. Uh, yeah. So concerts overrated. Uh, anyway, we rambled on too long there. Uh, Aaron, you got a lockpick? No. All right, cool. Um, I, my brain is fried. I had I've been taking tests all week. All right, dude. We we were talking about that when we started off. Like this week has just been a brain fuck all around. But uh, uh how how did your tests go? I guess it went my my const. I have one. My constitutional law test really just made me angry because it was so stupid. Um. And then I had my take home one. I ended up writing like 55 pages. So I'm sorry to my professor. <laughs> but that's what you get when you let, give me unlimited time to write unlimited stuff on a test. Plus Adderall. Um, it's that unlimited? Yeah, I know. I said, I, I double checked. I said, is there a page count or word count? He said, nope. I said, bet. <laughs> it's five pages later. Good God, that's insane. You rule. Um, okay, so uh, Jeanette, hmm. Taser Pokey. Oh, Taser Pokey. Oh, my God. Salute Mark Hawkman. Salute. So they did, uh, in, in trying to show what a pack rat hoarder Billy is, he pulled out like this, I guess calendar planner of from 2009 of from the show and like the guests they did and like bits and whatnot and something that was unearthed were these three songs by mark hawkman who used to be the former executive producer of the show where he sings about three different south florida athletes getting tased by the police and it was a hockey goalie from the Panthers, a football player from the Dolphins, and then that one problematic player that Samson has talked about, Scott Olson Mm -hmm. from the Marlins. And they were just great. I mean, they all followed kind of like the same kind of lyrics and whatnot. So it's basically, it's, I don't know if Aaron heard it, but it's the hokey pokey, but he's just talking about tasers. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, like, it, I, had, <laughs> I, I think I've been a fan for, God, probably like seven or eight years now, <laughs> but that was before my time and I yeah. had never heard them. I was fucking dying. Like, it was some of the best music I'd ever heard them put out. It's up there with like Rio, um, and and some of like those old bat like Depoy and some of that shit. But um, 
Yeah, and then the, when it he's was just amazing. When he's like, I would like it if Flor- like South Florida reporters or whatever would start getting tasered, and he's like Jimmy Steph. It'd be funny if Jimmy, Jimmy Cephalo. And I, and I was just like, why Jimmy Cephalo? Is it just because he has the funniest name, or he didn't want, or at the time he had beef with him? I, uh, it, it was so and 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 when he drops the shit that just doesn't rhyme at all. Those are my favorite lines on those. They're just killing me. And, and I think to to Hawk's credit, because I tweeted him, I was like, was Scott Olson the last taser pokey you did? And he's like, I don't remember. So maybe the sports teams played it as part of like HR training to discourage wow. them from acting up if they're ever around law enforcement because hey you don't want to be the next edition of taser pokey and then you get the taser pokey and you get tasered again what was it like the president of the dolphins or something god damn it um uh, i'm just imagining like <laughs> I, I, I want to do a taser pokey song about aaron <laughs> I'll work on that for next week. Yeah, but those were those were gold and it just shows kind of like how from the beginning the show has had that that creativity element and also, you know, going up against the line on, on certain things and it's like, well, we don't care that we're on the net, you know, the, the local yeah. radio and we're making fun of these these guys like and then probably, you know, a couple months later, they probably were like, hey, how come nobody from the Dolphins wants to be on our show anymore? <laughs> it's like, oh, because the T's are pokey. <laughs> it's like, Dan, Dan will wonder, like, why didn't Loria want to give us any players? Uh, uh, T's are pokey. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's been blackballed for years. It's just, um, all right. All right. I have a so, lot. All right. Let's hear it. Steve Kerr needs to get over himself. I hate Steve Kerr. He is the most arrogant, hypocritical. Never, he's never won a championship as a player or a coach in my record book. He's been carried there by superior talent both times, and he's played with some. He's played and coached some of the most dirty players to play in the NBA. And he has the audacity to call the Grizzlies a dirty team. Get the fuck out of here! It was one play. It was a reckless play. It was not a dirty play. Draymond punched Brandon Clark in the face and then jerked him out of the air by his collar of his shirt down to the ground. And that's not dirty. Zaza Pachulia. He got a, he got an F2 I for it. Yeah, but he didn't get suspended. And then the next game, he comes out and says the Grizzlies are dirty because Brandon Clark hit Gary Payton. Like he meant to, if, if, he, if we wanted to hurt, a warrior why the fuck will we pick gary payton i don't uh, well, uh, you're assuming it was a collective decision there it he called the grizzlies dirty well regardless why would he why would dylan brooks want to hurt gary payton if he wanted to hurt somebody maybe when dylan brooks was a young lad he wanted to get an autograph from Gary Payton and he, was snub- and he was snubbed and he's carried around that pettiness for years and it fueled him into the NBA. And then he finally got his revenge on his son. Anyway, 
Zaza Pachulia is one of the dirtiest players ever. He effectively ended pretty much career. robbed us of getting to see much of Kawhi Leonard ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Draymond Green has had he's been ejected from fifteen games in the last five years. Well, and you, you know, want to call D- D- Dylan Brooks has never been kicked out of a game before last game. Just get you played with Rodman, Kerr. Shut the fuck up. Get over right, yourself. Right, so I have, I have my first question is this. You said he played and coached the dirtiest players ever. Played with. Fuck? Okay, so what the shit does that have to do with him? Because he knows what dirty players actually look like and he knows the Grizzlies aren't dirty. Was the was there people really that dirty? On I don't think of Rodman as that dirty. Yes, and he played against dirty players. He know I'm, my point is he knows what dirty looks like. Also, I would suggest that if you told Steve Kerr you only have championships because you rode on the black backs of great players, he'd be like, "Yep, that's correct." I don't think he would deny that for a second. Okay, look, I don't need you taking up for Steve Kerr, all right, Jeff? What's wrong with Steve Kerr? Seems like a nice guy. He's so full of it. He can kiss my ass. I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. What do you think about Steve Kerr, Jeanette? I've never really given much thought to Steve Kerr. I think when, well, when the moment has called for him to be uh, thoughtful, he can be very thoughtful on like social and political issues. Uh, as far Except as what, for when it's inconvenient to him, that that's everybody. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I was I was meaning the China thing, but proceed. <laughs> we don't talk politics here, except for tonight. It literally the whole first segment was just us saying "fuck you" to people, mostly, mostly Jeanette. In politics, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so I mean, I don't get. I don't really have much of it. Like from the teams that remain. Okay, so if we're gonna talk specifically between Memphis and Golden State, if you were to just say dirty player, I think my thought would automatically go to Draymond just for his histrionics. It wouldn't jump to anybody on the current Memphis team. Because the other thing is when when somebody acts acts up in you know in in sports they carry that label and you know you know you hear about it you're never gonna be able to forget it could be just like the one time whether it's you know purposeful or accident if it causes any type of uh, damage to a person it's always gonna be dirty player dirty play blah 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 etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, so, so then some players kind of either embrace it as Draymond has done because he hasn't, you know, uh, he hasn't done anything to like dissuade people from the notion because allegedly he doesn't care, but I think he does deeply care what his reputation is. Or you could just be like, okay, I'm never going to try to commit those same situations again because I don't want people to think of me that way because that's not who I am. And I don't, like I said, I don't think Dylan Brooks is that type of a guy. But then, wait, the Grizzlies did have Grayson Allen, so, hmm. He never did anything no, which brings, on the Grizzlies. 
brings me to my next point, Jeanette. And it was something that um, Zach touched on on Illuminati this week, which is, you know, there, there's Zach or Tom. I think it wasn't Zach on. That would have been like the post games. Uh, Who's on Illuminati this week? Maybe I'm Uh, the the Bob Bulgaris, the former GM of the Mavericks. Maybe it was. I think it was one of the the NBA post game shows. Maybe it was. Yeah, Um, yeah, it must have been. But um, this is something that I think. Yeah, you know, there's some absolute rules in life. You know, Aaron, Aaron, you've probably learned about the term strict liability this year. Now. You think I just now learned about that? No, but I was just going with it. Um, So basically, there are some rules that it's just like, if you break the fucking rule, you're guilty. There's a stop sign there. If you run the stop sign, you're guilty. It doesn't matter if you meant to or not, right? Okay, so my point is this. If you kick somebody in the penis or punch somebody in the penis in an NBA game, you're guilty. It doesn't matter if you meant to or not. You hit them in the junk. That is a more painful thing. Like like they were saying, like I'd much rather take an elbow to the head than that any day. Um, and so I think there should just be like automatic fucking flagrant rules just to dissuade people from taking dick shots. This crap with Crowder kicking his foot out and whatnot. Like, no, bro. If you fuck around, even if it's an accident, like it's it's like the NFL rules. Even if you don't mean to target somebody, you go helmet to helmet. It's a fucking target. Like you hit somebody in the penis. Yeah, Draymond and, and Draymond is a notorious nard kicker. Yeah, he is. But there are others too. Chris Paul's a nard puncher. Yep. So now we're putting Giannis into this category because he did like his size 11 to teen or whatever the hell it is uh, a time lord the other day and he struggled pretty bad yeah dude and and my my proposal was and i know it's probably you know not part of the enlightened age and whatnot but it should be an eye for an eye you hit me in the penis i hit you back and then i shoot my free throws you get to stay <coughs> in the game so the umpire in the baseball game i've been watching got hit in the junk um earlier tonight say penis and uh i would i think it would be funny if when an if an ump gets hit in the junk penis he gets to then hit the catcher in the junk for missing it i mean it really realistically it's not the penis that hurts jeanette (laughs) no i know i know it's Um, it's your it's your testicles yeah in the testicles Hmm. um Jeff, don't put a plural on that. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, Nerve endings. But but you know, I, I would disagree with you. I just think umps getting hit in the junk in general is just oh, good. Oh, humor. it is funny. It's it's never not funny. It is now, funny. One thing that is funnier is when Altuve fell, tips one off into his own penis, and he has to leave the game. That yep. is great fun. I enjoyed that very much. I, uh, shit, I gotta pick you up, put you in a trash can. Um, so <laughs> we were in a football game when, when I was in high school. Our running back took a helmet to the to the junk, 
Penis. And they had to they had to take multiple coaches and literally pick him up and drop him on the ground to get them to pop back out. No. Not kidding. No. Yeah. So they got, they went up inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like way inside. Male the fragility. The closest I I mean, I almost I almost had one that was like potentially like really, really bad. Or I was playing when I was playing lacrosse at USC and uh somebody wound up at the top of the box to take a, a kind of a relatively long shot. And we were on a it's like in hockey, you know, where it's like you get man down, so we're on like a, a penalty kill. And I didn't wear a cup because I hated running at full speed with a cup. Just fucking hated it. Um, and this motherfucker wound up and really ripped one. And I had to stick my leg out to the side to block it. And I'm not kidding when I say it caught scrotum, but not testicle. Like, <laughs> it was, and, and I, I mean, this thing hit me so hard. My leg was purple from my ball sack to my ankle. Um, the dude, the dude ripped him at like over 105 miles an hour. The guy that took the shot, and I will never forget, like just like looking down and being like, "How the fuck am I not in crazy excruciating pain right now?" Like it caught skin and nothing else. It was, it was probably uh, the luckiest I've ever been. All right. Anyway, I have the real basketball hard hitting question for you guys here, which is that Grizz and five. Dude, I honestly hope the Grizz one. I think they're fun, but that wasn't my question. Um, <laughs> do you desperately want to see the Heat lose? Lose. Because of yes. Mike? yes. I want them to get crushed. I loved I, I I love the fact that Embiid came back and they just turned around and won, dude. With that with the mask on and everything, but I, I I normally am like you know like I'm down for the Ice Cats. I'm pulling for them, and I have no beef with the Dolphins or anything. But Mike makes me hate the Heat, the Miami. Yeah, so I'm, Heat. I'm the same with the Browns. Oh, the Browns are the fucking. Browns. The Browns have never given me any reason to dislike them. They've been irrelevant my entire life. But now all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I re- and I liked Baker Mayfield until he went to the Browns and met with Mike. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't like Baker Mayfield anymore. But yeah, and like I've always relative. I've always liked the Heat as an organization. I've always kind of saw it, seen them as Lakers East. You know, I mean, they got Pat. It's like. Part of the crew. It's one of the reasons I've always, I, I like the Grizz because you guys had Jerry for a long time. Um, but he has just made me want them to get crushed. How it's about a, uh, it's also very convenient that this war with Philly was put on pause for a uh, Formula One uh, to uh, m- manifest. Yeah, it's a very convenient. Mm-hmm. So, about, uh, Danny Green was going to have a game. What do you think about um, what do you think about Jerry West saying he's gonna sue uh, who's at HBO? Uproariously funny. Like I want a retraction. He says I want a retraction, and I'll go to the Supreme Court. It's also yeah. now what the fuck is this shit? It's also mean? now quite believable that the Supreme Court would actually hear that shit. No, nope, so that re- that's a good point. 
So this retraction could be coming in. Uh, so for everybody, after what's happened this week, uh, all the don't hold your breath Jerry's, he might get that shit in a couple of years. But but my, my favorite part Might get was, the last laugh. My favorite part is him asking for a retraction. What the fuck does that even mean? It's 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 a quote unquote fictional show, and it's already out. What do you mean a retraction? Failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. Yeah, <laughs> summary judgment. Get the fuck out of my court. They should te- no. They should test that with um, one of the TV judges. So it should be a representative from the winning time team. Oh, and oh, not oh. necessarily Jerry West or, or, or you know, to, to make it fantastic. It should be it, it should be it should be Jerry West and, and the guy that plays Rambuses. No, the guy that plays the actor that plays Jerry West in Winning Time should be the present representative of HBO <clears throat> or John C. Riley, Right. Because uh, they're the most like the ones that, you know. And they're like in front of Judge Million or Judge Dewey or Judge Joe Brown or. Did you just call her Judge Dewey? Jesus Christ, Jeanette. She oh. is Jewish. Uh, Beers. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's this is for Judge Jerry Springer. No, no, no. It's for Judge um, Steve Harvey. Oh. That's who it's for. With his pearly whites and the golden gavel. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Or if we want to tie it back to the show, Caso Cerrado, La Doctora Ana Maria Pol. <laughs> but they'd have to they'd have to get it would be them with a translator because she doesn't allow English in her courtroom. It's a primarily Spanish language show, so they would need somebody that speaks Spanish to be there with them. It's it reminds me of that episode of King of the Hill where Peggy gets arrested in Mexico and she's talking about like like the translation is like, I got pregnant in a cigar factory. And un fabrico de cigarros. Judge is like, oh, she doesn't speak Spanish. Your case is dismissed. Speaking of, go ahead. Somebody just bought my Tyler Hero top NBA top shop from me. You fucking idiot. You bought one of those? I bought a pack and it came in it. How much you sell it for? I bought a six dollar pack that came with four cards, and I just sold it for fifteen bucks. Making them making big bucks. That, I, I, that's I beer money. Six, I deposited six dollars one time, and I think I probably made like two fifty off of it already. No, that's not bad. I, I could, if I actually felt like risking my money, I feel like I could actually make a decent amount because I couldn't care less about any of these cards or clips. Like, they have no actual value. I just know people are dumb enough to spend money on them. You would have to do it now because that market is bottoming out. The bros are realizing what a stupid thing it is. So you need to sell, sell, sell. I've got all mine mine for sale right now. Every single one of mine. I think think the NFT market officially bottomed out like two days ago. I think it's it's been It's been ignorant since it started. It's the same thing with crypto. And I know people swear about crypto. Crypto is also really dumb. It, it actually is. Like, honestly, this is not, com- this is, this is coming from someone that understands it's stupid. It is a waste of your money. I mean, what it is, is just. It's also bad for the earth. 
Yes, it's terrible. It's truly awful for the earth. But um, I, I really what it comes down to is that it, it's it's pitched as a currency, but everything about it is a commodity, except for the fact that commodities have underlying value. Yeah. Because they do shit, they're wheat or they're shit to make drywall or it's concrete or what steel or fucking whatever or gold there is no grass seed underlying value other than the apparent the i guess the value proposition is you know it's decentralized and and non-traceable to an extent even though it's pretty traceable um very but yeah i mean it's it, it it's like hollow value dude there's nothing there. Your own, the only value in it is getting in and screwing the next jackass down the line. Oh no! I, yeah. I made money off crypto. I made money off of crypto. Oh, Don't get I have me wrong. two. I have two. But but Dude, when that Dogecoin stuff started, I made so much money because I was just like, these idiots are going to make this thing but, skyrocket. But that's my point. Is like it's 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 underwritten by the jackassery of other people as opposed to anything that does any value. Um, anyway, what up, Barrett? What about horse dewormer? That works pretty good. <laughs> I was not expecting y'all to be recording. We've I just kind of clicked the link and then it said host, host will let you in soon. So I was like, oh, okay, what's up? Well, well, bro, um, I sent in the chat that we would start recording an hour and nine minutes ago. What the fuck do you think we were doing? Waiting on you. I just I just finished moving today, and now I'm in that stage of like playing Tetris until everything is in its place. You oh, know, I hate that stage, bro. You feel like you're not getting anything done, and you're just like looking at a big fucking mess. And yeah. I'm so tired. I told my new roommate that I had a goal to have all of my shit out of the living room and like the table all set up and whatnot. And now I'm just like, all right, I'm going to throw that table out there and probably go to bed. Yeah, no, I, it, cause like you work your ass off and you're like, okay, I've gotten a lot done and you turn around and you're like, Oh shit. I still have twice as much stuff over there. I haven't undone. Yep. And my dresser broke. So now I'm just sitting with a fuck ton of clothes and nowhere to put them. Go to Ikea. Okay, Aaron, it's 1020 at night. Yes. Okay. Go to Walmart. Advice. Walmart actually has decent dressers. Yeah, I think. They don't hold up, but. Gorilla glue. Yeah. No, I think what I'm going to do is. uh... I'm going to go steal the one out of my dad's house that's not being used. Okay. I don't know why I did that. My brain doesn't work. I'm so, I'm at the point of exhaustion that I don't even want to get high right now because I know that it's just going to put me to sleep. Well, if you're that tired, wouldn't that be the the goal? No, I got to get some more shit done. Uh-huh. I got to get all my shit out of the living room. I said I would, so I need to do that. It's your house. Do it when you want to. He has a roommate. 
Oh, fuck. He, he, he made promises. He wants to be a man of honor. He said he would. Aaron doesn't know what he's talking about. It's okay, Jeanette. I, I appreciate your your thoughts, Aaron. Thank you. What is what is a if what is a man without his word? Or how does that go? You know, I'm just a man. He's a man of his word. There's one thing I have. It's my word. Exactly. Thank you, Barry. So eloquent. Yeah, that's what I always think of when I think of Barry. Oh, this is making me so happy. It's as soon as um, I got all of my stuff inside and on, I was like, okay, what's the Y password? I'm going to live stream the game while I'm doing this Tetris thing. <laughs> and then the game had just ended and just and was looking to score and was like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, no, the heater going to Yeah, that's all bad. I'm, I, I, I'm not in it right now. Four, I, I, my bad, lose, y'all. Who's next three? Wow. Aaron says the Heat are losing the next three. Oh, get out of here. Now I'm getting fucking hyped. Okay. No, we are not. This was just a bad game. Kyle Lowry clearly is not right, but... Sixers and six. We are going to prevail. Okay. Just so you can run into the bus. I don't need this negativity in my life, Aaron. It's probably for the best because, you know, otherwise you'll have to get embarrassed by whatever of the two teams you play next round. And Out of here. No way. I would much rather see Boston. I, the Milwaukee. I would. Man, they've been. That quite I'm a not looking forward to the Grizzlies. I would, I would rather Boston, to be honest. I'm not looking forward to the Grizzlies' first finals appearance having to be against these Celtics because they're annoying as shit to play. They actually play good defense, and that's not fun. The Grizzlies' first final appearance. That's not happening. Get bent. Warriors oh, are taking the shit. You you just lost to a man with a concussion. Just and a out of shape Harden. And a broken face. And a broken thumb. And Doc Rivers is their coach. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You lost to Doc Rivers. Jeanette, whose side are you on? I'm just making for good sports content. <laughs> <laughs> she, she realized the flame was starting to go down, so she had to throw a little bit more fi- lighter fluid on it. Well, so, well, sometimes it you have well, to hear. Now the- my phone's on four percent, and it was amazing seeing y'all's faces. But I'm gonna get back to what I gotta do so that I'm not at like one o'clock doing. You know what you should do? Just and since you don't have a dresser, just go into the kitchen, take out the utensils, and put your clothes in there. Yeah. In the right. oven? Yes, that is golden idea. Thank you so much, Aaron. I, think I so. love y'all. Your, your room is going to wake up in the morning good. and look for a spoon for his cereal and pick up your socks. Oh. oh bye, Barrett. <laughs> Well, I was going to say before he left, it's like, isn't one of the things that athletes always say, it was like, I'm fueled by the haters. So sometimes they, <laughs> they when they, they need to, and also the fans, their fan bases will say the same thing, um, which is weird because, you know, you don't really do much as a fan in these situations. So sometimes you need to hear that, you know, what you lost to Doc Rivers and maybe that'll motivate you like not to lose to Doc Rivers in game four. Like I'm not a I'm not a sports psychologist, but if you were to throw something that was like my personal equivalent to you lost to Doc Rivers in my life, <laughs> I would just be like, "Fuck, I did!" Like I'm not gonna do that again. No, that does require some self evaluation. Um, oh my god! 
speaking of speaking of NBA fans, so no offense to either of you two, but I was convinced that the worst Twitter fan base was the Lakers. It's the Warriors. And I don't think it's particularly close. They are so damn annoying and stupid. Granted, most of them are 12. But nonetheless, they're so dumb. So dumb. It goes, it's so much more. They're so much more annoying than, oh, that's a good player. Going to be a Laker in two years. Like, it's so much more annoying than that. Which I didn't think was possible. They're... Yeah, you know what? What I've learned over, and I'm and I'm really saddened that it took me all of my almost forty years of life to come to this conclusion is that when it comes to stupid, there is no like. It's everywhere. Well, it does not discriminate. Yeah, there is no like. This is the bottom of the barrel. We've 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 reached. You no, know, the depths, like this go. is the limit. This is the limit of stupidity. As it, they say in Mean Girls, the limit does not exist. And just when you think this is the stupidest thing that I've ever encountered in my life, some other really stupid shit will happen to make you forget about that. So it's like being stunned by stupid is. So 2016. It, it, it's just it's like. I have no words for it, but like you can't even you because it happens so often and it always outdoes each other. You can't even build like a top five or something because it's just that egregious and mind numbing to realize. Look at this stupid shit. Jeanette, is there a trash truck in your home right now? No, uh, there's a baby in here and he's looking at he he exactly. What impeccable timing that kid has. Oh, get him on the pod. Uh, He's in his little, like, walker thing. Oh. Hi, baby. To be clear to everyone, that's not Jeanette's baby. But it's kind of Jeanette's baby. Yeah, we take care of him. We babysit him. So, he's here. You may know his work um, from previous podcasts as Crying Baby in the Background. Baby that your mom is yelling at. <laughs> baby that's crying because he doesn't want to eat and other such podcasts. Uh, yeah. Reason cameos. why your dogs are barking. Yes. Baby uh, knocking over something and then it's like, eh, we didn't like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm talking badly about him. I'm sorry. You want to say uh, something? You're in the mic. No, nothing. <laughs> well said. Well said. Well said, baby. Yeah, that's what he thinks of Warriors fans. <laughs> Most of them are about his age. To get it to go together over there. Um, huh? While we're on, um, while we're on yeah. stupid basketball shit, um, I, I assume you both come across this news about about the Lakers using Phil Jackson as their consultant for hiring a new coach. 
Um, and I'd like to say I grew up loving Phil Jackson. Like he was my guy for the moat for the first probably two thirds of my life. Um, but that ship has sailed, bro. Like we don't need Phil Jackson in here making decisions with the damn Rambus family and whoever the hell Jeannie thinks is part of the Laker family, whatever the hell that means. Like, can we please just get some goddamn professionals in place? Am, like, am I crazy here? I know it's Phil Jackson. I know he has 11 rings, probably the greatest coach of all time. But this ain't good. So one of the things that I kind of think might happen is he's either going to steal like one of his former assistants like Brian Shaw or Derek Fisher. Or he'll suggest himself. No, he's not going to do it himself. Oh, I hope he's the coach next year. LeBron wouldn't listen to him after. Uh, I wish I would pay so much money for him to be like, you know what? I've got the coach. Who? Me. Would you get baby under control? God damn it. Don't infants know how to podcast? Cannonball. <laughs> I think he speaks for most Laker fans about this situation. Genius. Yeah, he's right. He's he's on point. <coughs> Thank yeah. you, David. Yeah, I just—I I, I don't I, know what I—I I don't know what I would prefer. I don't know if I would rather the Sixers win the next three games or the Lakers' next head coach to be Phil Jackson. Or, I don't know what would bring you more or joy. Or the combination of the two, which is oh, they don't do get, that, don't. and then Doc comes to the Lakers. Oh, gosh, I, Doc I, comes to the Lakers. Oh my gosh! Please don't no. get me this excited. Please, please don't no. get me this excited. Well, you know there's a worse option, right? The the worse option is Mark Jackson. And that <sighs> has been discussed. Who did they they I saw something today. I don't remember what coach it was that they said they were talking they talked to. It's the Mem- I think it's the Memphis. No, no, Terry Terry Stotts, Terry Stotts. looks like a member of yeah. Parliament. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. That guy. No, he's not a Memphis guy. No, no, no. It was a Minnesota assistant they were talking to, also, I think. No, I yeah. His name. As those coaches are real good. Uh, but man, just not Mark Jackson for the love. You know, you know how when I you guys remember uh, Jeanette will attest, and I know I've done this before on the pod, but I said when Westbrook signed, this was fucking addi- like subtraction by addition. They were worse because he's there. I ended up being right on that. I think that would be the same thing for Mark Jackson. I would rather have a house plant, coach, like a fern or maybe like, I don't know, some sort of succulent. I really like tulips. Maybe, maybe tulip. You have to replace them a lot. Succulents a little bit more hardy would last a whole season. But I'd, I, yeah, let's go with a succulent. I'd rather have an aloe vera plant as my coach than Mark Jackson. What about a little bonsai tree? Yeah, bonsais, they're tough to care for. They're really hmm. cool, but you know you got to trim them, and the watering regimen's difficult. Agave plant, very hardy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like an aloe. Yeah, an agave, that would work. Genie has access to, like, literally thousands of agave plants. Yes, probably millions. But you know who they really should consider? And it would be pretty cool to see. Baby? LeVar Ball. Oh, for the love of God. No, they should hire Jaw's dad, and then Jaw will come. Yeah. No, they need to hire... Uh, Why does that guy just, look so much like Usher? Did you see the other night Usher set with him during the game? Yeah, it was fucked up. Like, they looked like twins. Yeah, when, when T wears his glasses, especially, very much like Usher. Can you break yeah, some... Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Aaron, can you break some news? Because nobody knows exactly how old T. Morant is. So if you know his actual age, we would scoop NBA Twitter, Woj, Shams, everybody. Because there's a range. It's like, was it 48 to 52? Something like that? No, but he's if, not that old. But if we knew his actual age, we would, like All I said, right, we would scoop let's, everybody. Let's back into this. So how old is Ja? 22. Okay. So let's assume he's he's T's oldest child. He's his oldest child. Yeah. Okay. So I'm that, so I, let's I, I'm guessing he's until 18. I think so you he's be, max 45. No, I got him being 137 and a vampire. Jeanette, I fucking hate when you laugh at my jokes on mute. It is the bane of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Better? What timing? For the love of God. So I just Googled it, and they've got his age on here. Like, it's like, you know, like when you look at like really, really prehistoric, not prehistoric, but like medieval aged people and it'll give you like a range of years they were born yeah it says t was born in 1974 to 1980 that's a big gap yeah so it says he's either 42 to four somewhere between 42 and 48 so 45 which is what i guessed would be right in the middle why is that work why is that something that's difficult to figure out aaron work your grizzlies i'll work my sources Yeah, we'll I'll do that. Cu- you know, and then when you have the answer, we need to break you into, I was going to say any of the pods, but preferably LTC. And then, like I said, we'll scoop all Fresh. of, we'll scoop everybody. Yeah, no, don't, yeah. don't give it to one of those other crap pods. Nonsense. Of course not. No. All of your fans, your millions of fans come here. Also, T. Morant is the funniest person to watch on the sidelines of all time. He's really fun. Like, even if you're, like, when you watch, like, just from the sideline, like, the regular camera angle, you can always see him because he will stand up and he talked so much shit directly at Pat Bev the entire (laughs) series. Like, directly at, like, the amount of times this year I've seen opposing players, like, getting mad at somebody and, like, talking shit to somebody in the crowd, and it's Team Morant every time. Every, he's like, hell no, you trash, boy. Every time, it's hysterical. He got. Did you see the clip of him on uh, – I might have been after they closed out the Timberwolves. No, it was. 
after they closed out the first round, and he was rather intoxicated. And this local Minnesota news reporter was doing like his like little spot that he was doing after the game. Everybody left. And he just walked up in the middle of the spot and said, hey, can I get on? And the guy was like, uh, yeah. Like it was like this really young reporter. And, oh, it was hysterical. Um, but all right. So I thought we could probably wrap this thing up pretty soon. But I had one last quick question for you guys. Uh, it was brought up by uh, Chris Cody, I think, this morning. Um, how early can you take a nap? Never. Because he says you can't. It's not a nap unless it's after 11 a.m. It's just going back to sleep. And to me, that's some grade A bullshit. Like, if I get up at 8 I walk around, feed my dogs, do some things. I like I go sit down on my couch at nine. My couch reclines. I pass out for another hour or two. I didn't go back to bed. I took a nap. I'm not even in my bed anymore. I'm on my couch now. That's a nap. I can't take a nap, period. So I'm useless to this conversation. Well, Jeanette, you're an excellent napper. So what is your take on this, given your expertise? Well, my weekends are pretty much Napapalooza. Uh, so it's like my treat for almost any like activity would be a nap. So get up in the morning, like Jeff said, have some breakfast, feed the dogs, whatever. And then it's like, sure, 20 minutes, should I? Go and run some errands, come back, another nap, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it is great. I don't think there is a limit. I think it is kind of, it's almost, I think if you want to say like that early, that it's kind of like a wait, break. Wait, 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 I'm sorry, Jeanette. Do y'all see second. what my wife left in my truck? Aaron, why did you just pull a rotten banana out of a car while Jeanette Because was my wife, my wife left this in my truck. Okay, why did you go to your truck? Because I had to get something out of it. That banana looks disgusting. She, 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 what she does is she has this giant ass purse in which I'm pretty sure she could fit like half of our home in. And she'll like on the way out the door going to work, she'll like throw a banana in there and then just forget about it for like days. That looks, or in this case, months. So I'll have to compost this way on. I'm sorry for cutting you off, Jeanette. It was just banana really caught me off guard there. That's what she said. Now we're just watching Aaron compost. This is delightful. Compost. I saved. I, I, I saved the planet. All right. Good job, Aaron. Do you Thank use you. that? Do you use that compost in your yard, or did they just pick that up? No, I use it in my flower bed. Ah, very nice. Although I made the mistake. Apparently, I did. I put something in there with seeds in it because I've been sprouting in there. I've been sprouting something all across my flower bed, and I can't figure out what it is. So I've left one in there to let it grow a little bit to try to figure it out. They smell nice, like some sort of like a. uh, I don't know because it's not the right climate to grow like cilantro or something. Aaron gets arrested in two and a half months because he's doesn't realize he's growing pot because he's a goober. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows what that smell is. 
Yes, I absolutely do. Uh, that'd be great fun. Um, anyway, what were you saying, Jeanette? Naps are good. I don't. I don't ascribe to that theory of what he did was kind of like he took a break from sleeping to go and drop off Princess Claire to school, and then he went back. Because nah. um, much like breakfast is, you're breaking your fast from the previous day. The minute the minute you wake up, your previous night's sleep has ended, <clears throat> and you're in a new cycle of sleep for that particular day. So then you nap. So to that point, can you? Is there any time that's too late to nap? Or I th- I like- think there is because I have fallen into this as well. Where if I take a nap after seven o'clock at night, especially during the week, it makes it incredibly hard for me to fall asleep and get a good night's sleep. But it, my point so it's is, playing a dangerous like, game. If if you go to sleep for an hour at 10 p.m. and then you go to the bar for an hour and then you come home at midnight and go back to sleep, did you take a nap or did you just go back to sleep? I think you took a nap because you went out and went to a bar, right? Oh, I would be so useless because I would be like half a kind of half asleep. Yeah, and I would just be like, "Why did I leave the comfort of my house?" To, to be honest, to be honest with you, this is something I would have done like twelve years ago. This is not something I would do now. If I'm going to sleep at nine thirty, I'm I'm staying asleep. The only time I've ever been able to nap is when I've like been day drinking a decent amount and then like oh, gone yeah. back to rest. And then, uh, especially I find mimosas, I, dude. If it's mimosas, see, I can't do mimosas. Period. Too much acid. It get, does get the gerd going. I'll tell you. Salute, but um, uh, gerd Mueller. But um, yeah, like when we used to have like, like for instance, when I went last time I went to go see the Chainsmokers when I was in college. <laughs> it was a, it was a. In the spring, all the every fraternity has like these big. Uh, they call them field parties, but they're not actually in a field. They're just like outside parties somewhere, and they were playing at that. And they just have like these giant like feeding troughs full of beer. So I drank lots of beers, and then I went home and I was going to play Xbox and I turned it on, but I never was. I, I was not awake by the time it actually started playing, I, and I then got- I woke up and went back out. I got you and your frat bros wearing like seersucker suits with ties and like maybe one of those like straw hats that's kind of short that the guy who does the um I was wearing cut off, dog. I was wearing cutoff blue jeans and a tie-dye shirt with a kitten on it. That's close. That's close to what I described. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would I, I'm probably not alone in this. Our millions of listeners probably probably in the same boat as I am, I would never have thought that a tie-dye shirt was ever in Aaron's rotation. Oh, yeah. No, I needed something something ridiculous. I needed something ridiculous to wear, so I got a tie-dye shirt. And I cut off a pair of blue jeans. I think I was wearing boots, too. Probably was wearing boots. 
they got in a fight that party too. Hmm. Um. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Okay. Give me a second. I was going to land the plane. Nope. Well, now I have to pee again. God damn it! All right, I'll be. Back. You need some more bladder control. I have no bladder. I think it's the size of a walnut. See, Jeff, is that is that is that how you uh, that how you envisioned it? Well, in the second picture you uh, sent, you look like somebody off the Bass Pro Tournament. Tur- <laughs> You you look like you're competing against Roland Martin in the Bass Pro Classic. <laughs> Nineteen time champion Roland Martin, I should say. Hey, how come we never got an update about uh, uh the the stripper monkey? Is the stri- is, is Dude, the monkey that's still a great question? Is the monkey still really with good us? Question. I I I can't imagine that. I know they I know they settled. Off of that, but I just hope the monkey is still with us. I mean, I hope they didn't use the I mean, I know Texas is an incredibly extreme state, so I wouldn't put it past them to put down a <laughs> you, a, 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 a service monkey, uh, you know, a, a, a service animal. About longhorn football with their donors. Yeah. I, I think I the rule is technically if, if a donor paid a hitman to yeah, take out the monkey yard and just euthanize it real quick well, no but i think the law in texas is just like generally like no they have a you do something if you do something they don't like they just take you up behind the courthouse and hit you with a brick so I texas texas does too. texas does have a one bite law with animals so you get one bite and then after that if it happens again you're in trouble dude that fucking shit happened with my boy cruiser out here same deal like it went the first time, it's no big deal, but the second one, it's a problem. Yeah, once well, you know they might bite somebody, then you have to. Well, dude, this is what fucking happened is like, all right, so the gardener didn't close the gate all the way. And so I get a call from my neighbor across the street, and he's like, dude, your dogs are out, and one of them just bit somebody. It was this old lady down the street named Gertrude. And she was walking walking by, and you know how the y'all have a dog that kind of does that kind of like play bite thing where they put their hand around, they put their mouth around you, but they don't bite down. Well, no, it's a pretty standard thing. You don't have a dog, do you? He does. Me? He's he's trying to fight rattlesnakes. Yeah, you don't have a dog, do you? No, I left my dog at my parents' house. Okay, but you know, like he, like labs, anybody. He's, he likes it there much they, better. Like, they kind of like, kind of like grab, but they don't bite down. Well, this lady is pretty freaking old, and her skin was kind of not that hard to tear. So you could see, you could even see it on her arm. Like he didn't Paper-like bite down. Skin. He just kind of did that like grabby sort of thing. But she called the fucking fire department. Gertrude needed more collagen. Yeah, fucking Gertrude. She called the fire department. I had to the fire department. Yeah, because she wanted them to check on her wound. Oh and, God. and then fucking that triggered the police to come out. I come home instead of animal control. My two dogs are laying in my front yard, just like kind of waiting there, not going anywhere. She was just walking kind of like right in front of the property when it happened. 
But dude, I had to have a cop come in. I had my bong out, all that shit. I'm just like, don't mind the bong. And had to walk him out in the backyard and show how the door, the gate would normally be locked and all this shit. But now it's like I'm fucking terrified because if Cruiser ever does anything like that again, I'm fucked. Like I would literally flee the country before I'd let them kill my dog. So but most states don't let them euthanize the dog. They just make the owner pay. Uh, no, no. This is the way it works here. Is like if if I was to keep him, I would have to like build a specific enclosure in the backyard. Hold on, do you hear that? No. It's fireworks taking place ten miles from my house. Man, like I can hear Disneyland sometimes. That's. No, here, here in here in California, Aaron. Even though we have like no kill shelters, there is no. It's like zero, zero tolerance for dogs that uh, that attack people and do great bodily harm. Because like we've had cases where it's the own family pet and they attack a child, or 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 anything like that, and it's like part part of the thing is like they have to be put down because they're they're a threat they're a danger so it could it's it's not limited to just like oh it doesn't matter that it's your own family pet like oh i've had them for 10 years whatever it's part of their just because of well yeah that's, that's what they told me is like if anything happened again i would either have to put them down or i would have to build out this very specific like chain link fence like enclosure in the backyard based upon their schematics and they'd have to come to approve it and i have to keep them in there all the time mm-hmm. it's just like fuck that what do they do like home checks to make sure you're following up with it apparently mm. like there's bigger fish to fry but whatever yeah i mean we gotta man that they send me goddamn like penalties in the mail if I don't have my dog licenses up to date. Dog licenses? California is ridiculous. Let me tell you. Dog license? Man, you can own any pet you own here and they don't make you get a license for it. That seems like a questionable practice. Yeah, we can only get our pets, our pets licensed, um, well, dogs and cats, if they're spayed, neutered, and microchipped yeah and you can't what the heck and then like a that's a scam and then part of part of the licensing fee is you also have to submit proof of uh the rabies uh that you're that you're and and, they're up to date on the rabies where where i live in santa Ana, you're not allowed to have more than three dogs per household la county it's four so that's why i have four (laughs) y'all are getting scammed uh, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's reasons for this shit, man. It's a scam. It's America. Let people own as many dogs as they want. But people turn in all kinds of uh, animals to the shelters. Like uh, during Easter, they'll turn in ducks and bunnies and chickens. So you could go to the animal shelter and you're like, I'm looking for a cat. And you might be able to walk out with a guinea pig. Or a duck. I think the or most. A, or even a pig. The most annoyed my parents have ever been is when we went to the city easter egg hunt when i was little and me and my sister both got an egg that had a ticket for a free duck 
Ducks are free. And you don't even need that egg. They were so we kept them in our bathtub for like a couple days. But then my dad, one of his clients, has a little pond that he has a ton of ducks on. And so he was like, We're gonna take him to Mr. Pete's and they're gonna live there. And I don't know how long they lived because that dude's got some fairly decently large alligator snapping turtles. Hey, you know, a good a good largemouth bass will uh will kill a baby duck. He does have some very easy. good sized fish in the pond too. Yeah, I a a largemouth will eat the shit out of a baby duck. Anyway, R.I.P. ducks. Yeah. Fuck them. They you're were those um you're free those, in heaven um, now. Hold on. What kind of duck are they? The uh peaking. Peaking. <laughs> no, that that's twice fried, bro. Peking duck mm-hmm. is, is is a dish. Well, those no, that's the type of duck. It's also it's also a dish from China. It's it's the I understand that, but that you know, isn't it like where you like pour the oil on it to like twice fry the skin. Peking duck. I don't know. It's like Dude. this. Yeah, peeking. <laughs> it's a fucking audio medium. I'm peeking. All right. On that note, friends, what do you say we wrap this motherfucker up? Um, all right. Well, thank thank you all for joining us once again on Laugh at the Club. I need Tonight. a shave. Yeah, you can use a shave. I need a beard trim. I'm getting a little scruffy. Um, Finals so, week, Aaron. Yeah. Tonight oh. we are joined by. Fuck them. Aaron and Jeanette and Barrett was here for a minute or two while I was peeing, apparently. And uh, I'm Jeff. And yeah, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.